Hey, Josh. Hey, Nate. How you doing this week? I'm doing pretty good. Just had uh, my daughter's birthday party at our house today, so I had lots of uh, small children running around. Good times. Definitely not a podcast recording uh, um, audience, but uh, lots of fun. Got to uh, hang out with a bunch of kids. Cool. Typical like pizza and cake and, and uh, that type of thing. Exactly like that. Yep. And uh, actually, it's kind of funny. We had uh, New Year's at a friend's place this uh, couple weeks back, and uh, we had put rubber duckies all over their house, like the little tiny ones that are like the size of your, like can fit in your palm. And uh, so they came over too, and they hid a whole whack of rubber duckies in our house. So now we got to go and find out where they hid them all. Nice. Nice. Uh, reminds me of uh, our, our friend Michelle, who has the rubber ducky as sort of her <laughs> logo for her, her book and, and, and consulting with Deploy Empathy. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. That rubber ducky. That's the ones. Yeah. How are, how are things with you? Uh, good. So uh, happy new year. It's the fifth today of record, you know, January 5th for recording. And I always wonder how many days you can go before you can't say happy new year anymore. Mm, true. Yeah. I feel so, like we're still safe. Yeah. Since we haven't talked, so that's, that's fine. If we were, maybe if it was going to be in another two weeks, then maybe it's a little like, yeah, you know, okay. <laughs> so. uh, but yeah, good, good, good kickstart. It, I got a lot done during the break and I, it's always a very stressful time. End of quarter, end of year, end of month. I know I've talked about mm. end of quarter, end of month in past, but this is end of quarter, end of month, end of year. So mm. um, little things there. And then, of course, you have uh, holidays and, and we always host Christmas. So there's all of that. And then the kids are around and it's it's fun. There's a lot of opportunity to do different things, but it's also very out of routine and, and yep. tiresome. You know. Yep. So. yep. And all those activities can be uh, tiring. It's good, good fun though. Right. So yeah, I'm glad to be back in the swing of things, uh, back into like a rhythm. It took probably a day, day and a half mm. to kind of feel that way. But finally it's like, feels like a normal, you know, normal routine. So to- yeah. Was it, was it one of those holidays where you, you're like, okay, I'm ready to go back to work and you, you sit down and you're all excited or is it like, ah, not really feeling it yet. I'm always I'm always excited to get back to work. It's sort of like I have the motors always running. So if anything, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it, it ends up probably having a lot of angst build up wanting to get going <laughs> because it's sort of, you know, a blend. I think I'm getting better at stopping my brain during other times and turning off, but then it's like a cold start. You turn it back on, then it's sort of like sputters a bit. It's like warming up and that type of thing. So. Well, when you figure out how to turn off your brain, you let me know because uh, I can use some help with that. <laughs> I think it's a curse. It's a blessing <laughs> and a curse. So. <laughs> so. Cool. Okay, so, so what's, uh, uh, what's up? I think uh, last episode, uh, we did talk about a couple of the bigger episodes of the year. Um, and uh, yeah, I think, was that the Pepsi one or was that? No, no, no. We talked about the... Um, what was the topic? We did it was, a, uh, it was a no, no Josh episode. Or whatever. <laughs> Josh says no. That's right. It was um, uh, vitamins or painkillers. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a last. That one. was a fun. Yeah, that was a fun one. So, uh, yeah. So today, I think we 
uh, we were planning on doing a sort of goals and new year one. So um, my thought process is we'll kind of summarize 2022 a little bit because I feel like that often influences how you set your goals for 2023. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you want to go first? How, how was your 2022? How do you think of it? Sure. Yeah. Uh, 2022. I uh, hadn't given this too much thought, but I guess I started and closed product sonar all in 2022. Oh. Um, so that was kind of, it, it was kind of a, a, a ride. Yeah, it was, it was neat. And it's also bittersweet to see it go. Um, yeah, I got a lot of, a lot of consulting work done. Um, things are very successful on that side of things. So really thankful for that. Um, yeah, we got to do another year of the pod, which is, it's always fun. True. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of got into a couple new podcasts. Um, that I've been listening to, like I started, um, listening a bit more religiously to acquired. Um, and then also, uh, my first million, um, I've been enjoying those and just kind of learning more about how other people think about software and other companies and playbooks and that sort of thing. And, uh, started thinking a lot more in terms of like, like business strategy, uh, as opposed to just technical strategy. Um, mm-hmm. And I found that to be really neat to like in my consulting business, but also in just in general thinking about business um, to be thinking more in terms of, you know, value propositions and um, different play, different strategies to uh, work against competitors and that sort of thing. Cool. Cool. How would you, how would you summarize how much time you spent and what would you on, on product sonar and what would you, what would you give it as like, if you had to pick on those charts of emojis or like mm. smile, you know, those like, how are you feeling today? <laughs> what is, what is your like emotion around it? Just um, yeah, I think like the time spent, I guess there was a lot of time spent at the beginning, um, like to kind of get it off the ground and get the the technical pieces in place. Um, and then kind of after that, I, I kind of did some marketing effort, but it wasn't like a concerted, you know, sit down for four hours and do marketing kind of thing. It was more sporadic. Um, and so I think that was only for, you know, a month or two that I really put a lot of effort into it. And then I think it kind of tapered off for, I don't know, six or eight months where I put like a little bit of time into it every week. Um, in terms of how I'm feeling about it, I think, uh, I don't, I don't know that I have like a emoji necessarily. It's just kind of there as like an experience that I had. Um, I don't know. It's kind of bittersweet, right? It's like, I think it's neat to see the tech that I built. Um, it's neat to see the the different people I talked to, but it's also kind of sad that um, it didn't really pan out the way I thought it would. Right. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I think it ha- you've, you've built some tech, you've uh, learned, learned a lot of things and I'm sure you're going to do other things with that tech or with that knowledge. You now have like a deeper expertise in, <clears throat> Uh, I think scraping and some other, other things about like aggregating data and that type of thing. So, um, but uh, yeah. And, and I know we've, we've had episodes. I don't remember the number offhand, but I know, you know, we're talking about doing magazine things. We talked about various interesting marketing ideas. So it was definitely a fun (laughs) thing to go through and, and kind of pull on our brain and go outside of the normal tech world. Cause it was, you know, selling to a persona that you're familiar with, but you know, mm-hmm. I didn't really know a whole lot about. So, 
yeah, it was definitely an interesting challenge in that in that sense. It was just kind of hard, I think, because of the the audience wasn't uh, super conducive to a lot of the marketing methods that we know. Right, right, and I think we did learn some things about you too along the way. Like one of the things that sits in my brain based off of it is just like you like deep tech problems, so it's sort of if you can find now, it's like okay, that's that's like a a place to pivot from or a place to put like a leg of the chair down or a leg of the table or a human mm-hmm. leg down, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. from there, now it's like, what can you, you know, pivot around of like, now can I find a model that sits that? So Nate's very happy when he's doing deep tech types of <laughs> stuff or solving like hard technical problems. Now, how can we find ones that align with high customer value or, accessibility mm-hmm. to a certain type of customer or uh or marketability that type of thing yeah i think you're right i think that is the big lesson out of products owner is just kind of what what kind of tickles me um and actually i was last last night i was thinking about um writing a blog post of like what i all did with products on our and uh like, especially from the technical side just because i think it's really neat and uh i, I couldn't fall asleep because i was thinking about all the different technical hoops i had to jump through and how fun that was um, so definitely, uh, yeah, you've got that one pegged. Cool. Well, if it, I know writing takes a long bit of time, but if you wanted to even, uh, you know, write out the notes and we just talk it out on an episode and you have it as a archive recording, um, that could be kind mm-hmm. of fun too. <laughs> yeah, that could be fun for sure. Cool. Cool. So um, what about for you? So let's see for me, uh, I was trying to frame this as a, like, I will just say it was a rough year, <laughs> um, but oh. uh, and I think I probably talked a bit about it here and there. Not I know not every episode we're talking about stuff that is going on. Sometimes it's harder for me to talk about referral rock and my business just because you know oftentimes it's it's not always my story to share, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean overall, I would say the year was rough. If I was to categorize it in like three segments. It was like rough. There was a lot of, a lot of reacting to situations more than I like, like to, but in the end there was still some mild success and things. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I characterized my whole year. Uh, it was, it would also transcend into other things like my health and fitness. Like normally talked about handball and I had a elbow injury that was like persistent throughout the year. So it was, it was kind of apt to the whole year it was like react reactionary versus proactive and yeah. but still found ways to find successes but it was just like moving through mud you know mm-hmm. so yeah do you, do you think that's like a they just happened to work out that way this year or do you think that that's maybe like kind of the stage your company is at that there just is more things that kind of are reactionary type of things like you can't plan for them necessarily uh I think it's a combination. So I think there's definitely some timing involved with the maturity of the business because mm. one of the bigger things that happened was we had a uh, some turnover of of senior people. Um, so we lost a lot of institutional knowledge and a lot of it happened in a very short succession. Mm-hmm. Um, now, part of it was these people were here for two or three years. So it's sort of like, okay, that makes sense. Um, another one is, you know, the economy, there's been a lot of disruption to the economy, pay wage changes, like, there was a huge spike, like we gave out a lot of raises. And actually, people still got, we still got outbidded for talent, 
even though people were making 30% more than they were here than they were the year before. And Hey, it's more power to them. I'm glad they can move on and, and level up their lives and things like that, but it didn't fit our model anymore. Right. So, so there was economic factors that were affecting us. It was timing factors that were affecting us. And, um, I would say there's other things I couldn't, there's things I could control. Like, you know, could we have been tighter and on the metrics and knowing and seeing these signals earlier and being ahead of those. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's, that's definitely been things we've been doing now, which is putting more metrics around things, being, being, a, uh, I, I would say I oscillate between being very strongly metrics driven and other times where you kind of are trying to delegate and having mm-hmm. other people own certain metrics. And I would say, I think I'm finding a better sweet spot and, and it's, it's leaning harder into them than I'm comfortable with, which is, probably the right the right thing if that makes mm-hmm. sense yeah 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 well that, that's a tough balance to have right like how how much do you manage your like how closely do you manage your employees and how um how much freedom do you give them like that's a the tough thing if that's what you're that you're saying there yeah it's a tough balance of those of of you know delegating giving ownership mentality over numbers giving autonomy but at mm-hmm. the same time not everyone wants it some people like to just come and do their job and and you know, uh, clock their hours, clock their, their tasks and go home. Right. So, um, it's a blend and we have a blend of those types of people, um, Mm -hmm. across the board, but I think I, I'm starting to figure out more of it, if that makes sense. And, and, um, yeah, so there's those, and we've also obviously had some economic factors affecting the business with the larger, uh, looming um recession and other things like that i don't know if you call it looming how long can you call it looming? <laughs> Is it, but you know but but there's still positives in those yeah. so um yeah. so would you say you had any um any good wins this past year like personally or in business uh i would say the biggest one wins i've had is i've found a lot of i would say pockets of joy if that makes sense in little things that were unexpected and I know I'm always preaching like assets and, and, and uh, you know, where can you get two for one deals types of things? And, you know, you do one thing, you can uh, repurpose it and whatnot. And like softball with my daughter has been a nice like benefit says I like to do sports and I like to uh, worry about mechanics and throwing motions and different things like that. And she's has adopted into being, uh, a pretty good softball pitcher and likes coaching. So we're going out and throwing the ball all the time and that's fun for her. It's fun for me. We get oh. outside. Um, so that's been a nice like double win type of thing. Uh, video games with my son, we've been playing certain things together and he's at age where he's not just like, hey, I want to just hide in my room and play my games, but actually <laughs> likes to play them. And like he was into Minecraft. Now we're into uh, the Zelda game for the switch and, um, he has a book, so he's like reading about it and half the day he's like, Hey dad, today we're going to do X and we're going to do Y and then we're going to do this. And then we're going to be, get this weapon and blah, blah, blah. So it's, he's like lit up by it and it's fun to do with him, you know, spending his half an hour of screen time a day and it's the thing we get to do together. So. Oh, that's, that's really cool. Like time with, um, time with family is really special and it's cool that you can, uh, you can have time for that. Yeah. And so the fact that they're both like things we enjoy. And so mm-hmm. part of our new year stuff, even as a family is like finding more of those things. Like 
sometimes it's like, Hey, my kid wants to play shoots and ladders. And you're like, this is the most boring. (laughs) And it's like, but they like doing it. Right. But fortunately for me, my kids are at an age where we can play more, more strategic games. Like uh, we were playing chess earlier and uh, my, my wife got, the family uh, clue. So, and the kids are at a perfect age for that. So that's been really fun to play like clue with them and watch their brains and their deductive reasoning and watching them watch other people. And so that's, that's, that's pretty fun. So (laughs) that's, that's awesome. I I can't wait for that age when they can, uh, they can do a lot of things on their own and you can actually have like um, games that are challenging for yourself as well as for them. I'm, I'm still at the, the young shoots and ladders age. (laughs) It's it's Go fun. Fish. It's just it's just different. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the other finding joy piece was, uh, you know, I went on a business retreat this year. I've had more meetings with other founders, a couple more, mm. uh, even in my in my local, you know, Maryland DC area, um, and I've really enjoyed that. It's kind of been helpful with the fear I've had to talk talk through some of these things with other people or not necessarily looking for help and solutions, but just, you know, people that have had a shared experience in that and understand if I can yeah. say it in two words, they're like, Oh yeah, I have <laughs> like that. Misery loves company, you know? Oh yeah. But even just, uh, just to know that other people are also suffering with the same problems. I think that's, uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's like a, a negative thing. I think that's actually probably a good thing. You're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. It makes you feel like you're, you're, yeah, it makes you feel like you're not alone and people have that, that shared, shared experience. And it's not just me type of thing. Yeah. 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 For sure. Cool. Uh, on to 2023. Did you have some, Oh, actually one thing we didn't, I think we made this and we probably should have listened to last year's episode before doing this one. That probably would have been smart, but mm. I think we actually said, Hey, doing a live, like get, meeting each other in person and doing a live podcast. And we yeah. have an opportunity to do that. So we've got to do that this year. Well, add it <laughs> okay. to the list for this year. All right. Last all right. year was a bit of a toss up anyways. There is all the COVID stuff still. Yeah. Yeah. True. So, all right. All right. 2023. What's, what's on your, uh, what's on the all right, 2023 I f- docket? I got five things. Do you want to take turns, okay. go back and forth or do you want me to give you all I, five? I'd say just, Go, go, go rip through yours. I'll ask questions. We'll do it. And then uh, I'll do mine and you can ask questions. All right. So, uh, first one is, um, I've been working on this, uh, testing, um, startup idea that you and I have been talking about offline a bit. Um, and so my goal is to get that to market this year as in having at least one paying customer. Um, so goal one, nice goal two is to write a technical article about the product owner stuff that I did. And I don't know if that's a goal or that's just a to do. I don't know. Um, goal three is to read one educational book per month or listen to one educational book per month. So right now I'm listening to crossing the chasm classic, uh, business book. Um, so hopefully I'll fill up my, I've got a few on my list. Um, but I'll be looking for recommendations soon. I'm sure. And number four is to walk at least five times a week. So I usually go uh, after lunch, I'll go for a walk around the block. And I find that that really uh, helps my mental state and helps my physical well-being. So do that. And then number five is uh, 
Sarah, my wife and I have been doing, uh, this marriage journal. Um, so they ask you five questions every week and you have to write your answer and then your partner gets to look at it and, you know, you kind of go back and forth. So my goal is to keep that up once a week. We, uh, we do that. And, uh, so far that's been really good for us. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So, uh, question on your test, test software. So it's, and I, I'm assuming it can be any type of customer. Like even if you are sort of hybrid productized service, like, Hey, you tell me what to do. I'm going to like customize the, the software to do the thing and you pay me, you know, $500 a month or whatever, that type of thing. Anybody paying me money for this thing that I'm working on. <laughs> Validation through uh, monetization. Cool. Exactly. Any money coming in my direction is a good start. Nice. Nice. Uh, the health ones I like, I think that's a, it's a good idea. I, I, I would add that one if I didn't, but I have a dog and that forces me to do daily walks. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so you could put it as a goal, but it's like, maybe you just need to get a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I keep, I keep trying to tell my wife that, but uh, we have small children. So she's like, yeah, I don't need another, another thing to manage. Uh, I'll another just critter work. to manage that dependent <laughs> on me. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Fair enough. yeah, that's what I said. Yes. Um, I didn't hear aside from what we talked about on uh, you know trying to do trying to meet in person or doing a a a live recording. Is there anything on the podcast related? Anything podcast related? Um, not really that I had thought of. I don't know. Maybe you have a really good idea that I just haven't heard yet, and then I'll I'll co-own it as my <laughs> I'll double goal. down. You'll be like, yeah, I like that. Cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that one. Um. <laughs> um all right. Oh, yeah. also, uh, I was going to ask one on the writing, the technical thing. So that was one you brought up earlier about, and I mm-hmm. joked kind of just like we could just talk it through on a podcast. But why, why the like writing, writing it down? What is what, what is what itch does that scratch? I I really I don't quite know. It just seems like a good idea. Um, like I have all this code that I'm going to potentially never use again. And all of these things that I managed to do, and it will never really see the light of day. So, um, why not at least write it down somewhere? It'll be helpful for someone. At the very least, it'll help me feel effective or useful or something. Okay, so yeah. it's sort of like closing box time capsule catalog of product sonar and the code. Yeah, I think it's kind of like you know putting the dirt, putting the dirt on the grave kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love your uh, your analogies because I never hear these ones. <laughs> I don't know if they're just Nateisms or they're just like you know Canadian things. No, like a lot a lot of them I make up as I go. So <laughs> <laughs> even better. So they are Nateisms, and I, and you could be like, if it's that silly, I'm not going to take the blame for that one. I'm going to say that's a Canadian. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of those. Yeah. Uh, so what about you? What do you got on putting for this the year? Dirt, putting the dirt on the grave. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, for me, I would say, um, uh, so I'm trying to set like also, uh, shorter time bound goals. So I, I, I I'm trying to set them in two categories. One, either there is a, uh, either I'm doing, 
a ritual or routine, like, you know, like you're walking five, you know, five times a week type of thing, or that it's a, like, I want to do X by the end of the quarter or by the half year mark. I don't have anything that is like the full year. Cause I feel like sometimes those are just easy to punt on and be like, mm. oh, I'll do that next year or I'll do that. So without a time element to it, mm-hmm. um, that is reasonable and a year just always feels too long. And it's, um, yeah. So, with you. so one is on the personal health one for me as well. Um, my elbow is, is finally feeling actually a, a ton better and which also just helps me be more motivated to play my regular handball each week. And then which in turn then motivates me to be in better conditioning and run more often or do other weights. So my goal is by March to be what I would consider uh, in closer to my like peak health. And it's not necessarily, I didn't put any actual numbers on it. Like I know it when it's there. Mm. Uh, I mean, I could, it's like my resting heart rate is X. Like I can Mm. run a mile in X or uh, so I didn't put specific ones, but I definitely know what it is when I'm like at my optimum health from a, like a handball perspective. So that's a Q1 goal is like, you know, by, by end of March type of thing. Um, I love it how you know exactly what it takes to get the, that started too. It's like, oh, I got to get the competitive streak going again. So, you know, that'll get me going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's interesting because you know, there's all these little blocks, but once one of them breaks, it's like the whole system breaks down. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's on the health side. Um, on a business side, uh, been working a lot on the, well, I would say building blocks for the website. So I'm kind of taking a a middle out approach, if that makes sense. Instead of like you can take, uh, I know often people talk talk about like a top down approach, like hey, yeah. let me like top of the funnel customer types mm. of things, yep. or you can do a bottom up approach, which is like let's talk about my retention and my most valuable customers and move up the stack in terms of like across a you know customer life cycle. Um, but the approach I'm trying to take now is, you know, is, is from this middle out and which is like, for me, is like the main website is sort of that middle ground where, uh, prospects that are interested in our software are first coming in. Um, although they might've been lurking for a while, reading blog posts, listening to podcasts, doing whatever, um, but that's the point where the rubber really meets the road, right? Like that's the point where you're really trying to explain your service. And it's probably the same point you're in right now as a starting point, you probably know, okay, I do have to build an asset or a website. Like what is the value I'm offering? Mm-hmm. So for us in our cycle, it's like, I, I talked about, I think in episode 46, even though we're not numbering them anymore, but I might argue to number them again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I talked about doing a repositioning exercise, and that was one of the building blocks to be working on the website. Mm. So part of Q1 is finishing out this website build based off of the repositioning we're doing and messaging we're updating and other things like that. So um, that's like a a goal that I'm going towards that I feel like also why I call it middle out is because it transpires past that. So if we're if we're doing this right, you know, certain pages that are talking about certain features and value propositions, here's what we're doing now, but also knowing these are what are important to new incoming people. 
And this is why people pick us. And now how can we double down and further strengthen those areas in the product, right? Right. What do I want to talk about on the homepage about the product, but I'm really embarrassed about the screens of those. So is Mm. that also indicative of, ooh, this could be a really good thing that I want customers to see this certain page or this certain like dashboard, but we haven't got around to redoing it yet since we did an infrastructure change and how can I get that? So it's like helps me force priorities into the outer areas, whether it goes up the stack on like, what are the sales decks? How are the people talking about it? So it's all consistent from first sale, you know, first sales conversation, marketing through the website, through what the product delivers. So, okay. So if I hear you right, it sounds like you're saying that you're going to work on the messaging in the, like the meaty part of your website to be able to uh, address the concerns that people at the middle stage of your funnel have, and then work that messaging out towards your landing pages, your ads, if you do that, and then towards your product as well. So like up the stack towards your landing pages and down the stack towards your, your product. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's starting from that middle where I would feel there's the most convergence on either Mm -hmm. side and then spreading either in depth in the product to go further or, or pulling on it from a, uh, you know, top of funnel perspective on the, on the website and on, on the blog posts and how do we just have a consistent, you know, position messaging Mm -hmm. and product following through with it all throughout the whole journey. So, yeah, that sounds like quite the project. You sure you don't want to set that as a year goal? (laughs) Well, it's the website is the, is the Q1 goal. So it's just the website part and Mm -hmm. there's going to be iterations. And part of this other thing I've been doing as well is trying not to get stuck because you, all of these are like, it's like a circle, right? Everything with all these dependencies. So there's a point where you have to say like, at least on the website, this is what we can do today. So we're Mm -hmm. doing that. So the website being complete as of what we can deliver exceptionally on the product today and what sales can talk about today. So now I'm not going to be like, I'm writing website copy about a feature we're going to have in three months. Like Mm -hmm. I can't write that yet. So I'm going to do the ones within this scope and then it's going to span back out and hopefully then we'll build out some of these other pieces that we see gaps and holes in. And then we're back to, you know, then just a minor paint job on the website of adding those things back in. So there'll be a lot of things like, Hey, come back to this, come back to that later. But I think within across the quarter, uh, now that our positioning exercise is like, Mm -hmm. let's say 95% done, um, it it moves on to messaging and it moves on to like what implementation pages. Yeah. And a lot of these are updates. It's not an overhaul. It's, it's a lot of it is reframing, revisiting, uh, now with a much stronger sense of confidence that we're on the right path. Yeah. You know, you said there a minute ago, like that you're going to, you're going to take a, you're going to attack it as it is today. And then later you will update it as necessary. That doing that is a a real skill I've come to appreciate. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a developer thing or what it is, but um, there are people out there who cannot do that. And you basically get stuck because you can never actually execute because you've spent forever going in circles, um, talking about the changes that you want to make and uh, not actually doing them. So that's, that's cool to hear that you're, you're taking that approach. Yeah. 
tell me, ask me again at the end of the quarter if I, <laughs> <laughs> or if it like, or if I have it too. Well, I just want to do this. I want to wait for this. And you're like, oh, uh-huh. yeah, uh-huh. you're just like everyone else. Sorry, Josh. That's <laughs> uh, like the ultimate uh, slam. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of the big, uh, like quarterly pieces. And mm. then, um, uh, and the other one is, is probably just doubling down on those, the other things where I found joy at the end of, uh, you know, that's, I talked about for 2022. So it's with the, you know, I think I enjoy the creative outlets. Like I enjoy doing this podcast. I'd enjoyed a lot of the writing I was doing earlier in the year, uh, with the Twitter threads and all these other things, but it takes a lot of time and they not, they aren't necessarily hundred percent business aligned. It was mm. more of like, getting practice writing in that style and that type of thing. So I do want to align those creative outlets uh, better. Um, So maybe it means I'm writing other things on LinkedIn and it's more about referral marketing. I don't know. So I might, I'd like to get back to some of those creative pieces, but Mm -hmm. it's probably going to be waiting a quarter until I finish this other, uh, all this website stuff and things like that. Um, But those creative outlets, you know, maybe it's other writing. I've talked about potentially doing, I've, I've re-kicked up our newsletter. So I wrote about, and I think those are helpful. I wrote out some marketing trends uh, in our newsletter, but then I also layered in some trends we're seeing in referral marketing. Like it was interesting because it was like, how many, uh, how do people do, how do people actually share? Do they use Facebook? Do they use SMS? Do they use uh, whatnot? And I had some interesting statistics on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to kind of like, you know, double down on those things. Can it be a creative outlet, but also that uh, enables and empowers the business? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, cool. And then the last thing I have on there was uh, just being cognizant of when to quit on things. I think uh, there's things I've held on too long. Um, and uh, yeah, so so trying to be cognizant of that because of just not realizing how draining that is and how mm-hmm. it might just be like, uh, you know, stepping on a stone in your shoe and it's like annoying and you just, you know, just thinking it's going to go away or you'll work through it. And that's my part of my natural, uh, instincts are to just work through things and kind of pull through it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and just keep going till I get to the other side versus like stopping and turning around or just, or just cutting it, you know, yeah. cutting something out of, out of, uh, so so yeah. that, that's the other thing, trying to be cognizant of that, which preserves my joy as well. So. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, I just told one of my, or I just told some of the products owner people that um, service is ending. And I sent that email and I got to tell you, I felt pretty good after that. Like it wasn't fun to do, to come to that decision, but like mm-hmm. it, it felt like a weight got lifted off. So if you're able to do that with some things, it looks scary at first, but do it. Cool. Um, well, the other thing I would, and so the only, this this is the only other thing I would round out on the goals for the year. I know we, we interviewed, I don't know, I know we interviewed Pete um, mm-hmm. about a month ago, um, and we did schedule another one coming up soon um, mm-hmm. with another uh, founder slash SaaS related marketing person. Um, and I'd like, I'm interested in doing more of those. So in terms of just like 
you know, I think we'll probably most of the episodes I would say are probably still going to just be you and me, but still even bringing in some other people, just some other questions we might have. And just, you know, uh, maybe this will help on the, you can ask them for book recommendations there. You can. Yeah, there you go. That'll be my, uh, that'll be my follow-up question to all their interviews. Yeah. So I'm interested in doing that. I think that checks that other mark on, like I said, uh, meeting other founders and other operators and, 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 uh, yeah, just hearing from other perspectives. I think that was a an area that you wanted to continue as well. So yeah, that's a great goal. I'm going to co-opt that one. Cool, cool. All right. So, uh, any last words before uh, we uh, round up to this year's uh, <laughs> goals for 2023 podcast episode? <laughs> yeah, look out 2023. Here we come. Hey, thanks for joining us today. If you want to chat with us, we're on Twitter. I'm at Nate Bosher and Josh is at JLogic. If you're a new listener, uh, check out some of our most popular episodes. Episode 52, 7 Years to 22 MRR and Zombie Startups, or Episode 30, Review Sites Are a Necessary Evil and Hacks to Get Around Them. Thanks again.